Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Yeah, we got some good hot takes, some strong takes. We always have takes. We're going to talk a lot of college football, the SEC College football playoff rankings being released. November college football, LSU, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, and more. We got plenty of takes on all of that good stuff. Trey Blossman, as always, will chime in about the NBA and in particular the New Orleans Pelicans. It's all right here on Sports Takes, brought to you by MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you like to bet on college football, the NFL, MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com, 62% of the picks against the spread. Our consultants are hitting them. We're making money for people. Join the crew that goes to the website, MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Let's listen to a quick message from our podcast host, Anchor. Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. I'm Tommy Chrysan, and you are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Talking sports with TK, it's time for Sports Takes. Oh, yeah, Trey Blossman and I have been doing it a long time. Radio, and now the internet, and, of course, the podcast and all that good stuff. We appreciate you listening to this podcast. We always got some good takes, strong takes, or some hot takes. You just never know. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing fine, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, we're getting ready. It's Halloween, trick-or-treat out there for everybody. And then it's November, which is where champions are made in college football. And what a weekend, especially in the SEC, that college football fans have coming up. Well, obviously the two marquee matchups in the nation this week and two of the biggest games of the entire season in the SEC. SEC always has big games. That's no surprise. But uh, it might be a surprise to some just who the teams are involved. Not Georgia and Alabama, but – Certainly nobody expected LSU to be here, especially after we lost to Florida State. You know, I think even the uh, brightest purple glasses Tiger fans would not have seen this coming with a chance to win the West with a victory over Alabama. There's other games to play, but I think a win over Alabama gives us pretty much the driver's seat to winning the West. Yeah, it really does. And, I mean, let's start with the Georgia-Tennessee game. That'll be in the afternoon. LSU will be that evening. I believe Tennessee's for real. Several weeks ago, I was speaking at a local uh, business group, and they asked me what I thought about the LSU-Tennessee game. I said, LSU's got no shot to win. I said, I believe Tennessee is for real. Well, I got that one right, okay? They, They are for real. And since then, they're for real. With finally beating Alabama. As we talked about, the last time they beat Alabama, iPhones and Facebook did not exist. Uh, let that sink in a little bit. So I think Tennessee's for real. You pointed out earlier to me off the air that Hendon Hooker was you thought was a very good quarterback at Virginia Tech. He just has a better uh, supporting cast now with the Tennessee Volunteers. And I think Hoople is a good coach. I mean, he did well at Central Florida. I just think he 
he, he's got it figured out, you know, and uh, he played on some great Oklahoma teams and whatnot. Tennessee is loaded with talent. Georgia's loaded with talent. I can't believe it's any, it's opened up at like a 10 point favorite for Georgia. Now it's down to eight and a half. I just looked a couple minutes ago. We're doing this Monday afternoon. Um, I, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll make picks later in the week and we always got meat and potatoes, USA.com, the website, but Tennessee and the points. Wow. That, that might be the better of the year. It, it certainly does look appealing, Tommy. Certainly over the last four or five weeks of the season, Tennessee has been the far more impressive team. Georgia came out of the gate with the hair on fire, and I was wondering who the hell is going to even play with Georgia. But they've come back down to earth a little bit, and Tennessee continues to rise. That's definitely an ascending team. I'd hate to have to play them in the playoffs or the uh, – conference championship but uh, i'd love another shot at them but you'd have to be fearful that they would explode on us again lsu is much improved though tommy every week the team gets better and that has a whole lot to do with uh, the improvement in our quarterback Jaden daniels and the maturing of the offensive line after some injuries and a few changes and tinkering that they're playing really good as a unit. And as I always say, our defensive speed is really good. So don't count the Tigers out against anybody. No. And I think you have to, you know, all coaches, the college level, I don't care if it's the Southland conference, the sec, SWAC, I don't care what it is. These coaches learn about their team in the months of September and October. They, they know their strengths, their weaknesses, and they learn what their team's capable of. And then the, being the good coaches that they are, they try to put the team in a spot to be competitive, have a shot in the fourth quarter when you get to November. Tennessee, Georgia, it's at Georgia, between the hedges, or as the late great – it's not between the hedges. That was one of Charlie. <laughs> that was that. one of Charlie Mack's better lines. He said, "It ain't between the hedges; it's behind the bushes." I always liked that <laughs> line by my coach Mack. And as you know, I was very fortunate to be around him a good bit the last couple of years of his life. And, and Miss Dorothy, who know more about football than seventy-five thousand of the fans in Tiger Stadium, actually sat with her. <laughs> I actually sat with her in a game, and like we, uh, they ran a play, and she goes, "They didn't block the inside linebacker." I'm going seventy-five thousand people in here. I didn't know that, but she did. Uh, <laughs> Miss Dorothy McClendon, what a treasure she was. LSU, Brian Kelly, I listened to his press conference today. He said, this is why players come to LSU. This is why he came to LSU as a coach. He said, this is his words, it's a privilege to play in a game like this. LSU versus Alabama, we know the history. We know all the stories. He, today's Nick Saban's birthday. He opened his press conference and wishing Nick Saban a happy birthday. By the way, Dale Brown and Jerry DiNardo also born today. So a lot of, a lot of wow. birthday flavor wow. there. Yeah, so trick-or-treat Halloween for those folks. Nick Saban's 71 years old today. Uh, but anyway, Brian Kelly likes his football team. He feels they're coming on. They've had a few days off. They're expected to get Major Burns back in the secondary. Uh, Dellinger, the lineman, is going to be day-to-day. John Emery is expected to be back to running back. And his point was LSU's got to start fast. Obviously, you can't screw up the opening kickoff like they did against Tennessee, and before they knew it, they were down 10 nothing. Because LSU has shown ability to be strong in the second half. Defensive coordinator Matt House makes the adjustments. And this team's in better shape than other teams. And Brian Kelly talked about the nutrition program they put in in July. And they had less injuries in fall camp. 
And these guys are not out of gas in the fourth quarter like their opponents are sometimes. And physically and mentally, they're still sharp. That's why they've been so strong in the second half. So if they can start fast or start well against Bama, who knows what can happen? I mean, it's a big line. LSU getting 12 and a half. It opened at like 17 and immediately flew downward in a hurry. Uh, but because uh, people were putting their money on LSU. But, man, what a matchup in Tiger Stadium. It's going to be crazy. Everybody I know is looking for tickets. Tickets on the secondary market are going for lots of money uh, right now. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be a whale of a game. Everybody can watch that uh, Georgia-Tennessee game and then reload the ice chest and watch LSU-Alabama. Quick quick story about tickets for this game. Uh, my youngest son, Justice, we were all heading to a wedding in Pensacola Saturday. And it was like 30 minutes before we needed to leave. And he goes, I, I got to run to Beauchene for something. And I said, what? He goes, tickets. I said, tickets for what? And he said, LSU-Bama. I said, that's next weekend. He goes, but the guy wants to give me the tickets now. <laughs> he might not want to give them to me Monday. <laughs> so I said, I'm going for it. But uh, big, big game in Baton Rouge. There'll be 100,000 people on campus who have no intention of going to the game, as you well know. Uh, party time, fun. Uh, we'll discuss the game in further detail later in the week on the pick segments. But uh, it'll be a big day in Baton Rouge, and I don't think the Tigers are going to get blown out. Well, and here's another thing. Tuesday, tomorrow, the college football playoff rankings come out for the first time this fall. And that's important with strength of schedule, okay? Especially, it'll get talked about between now and Saturday. Then whatever happens with Georgia, Tennessee, Tennessee wins, that helps LSU because uh, Tennessee beat LSU. You know, if LSU wins, I mean, that, that strengthens Tennessee's case. And, or you know, I mean, there's a lot of layers involved here. And then, of course, don't forget, you know, Ohio State's a good football team and you know, Michigan's allegedly good. So, you know, there's still other things that matter, but – Hey, champions are, are, are bred in November in college football. Just like great quarterbacks are made their legacy on third down, college football teams, they make the hay in November then set up, you know, conference championships and, and postseason and playoffs. And just think how wild and crazy it'll get when they expand, expand the playoffs. That's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it will be. And a lot of people have wanted that for some time. One team you didn't mention, Tommy, don't sleep on Clemson. This team has gotten better every week this season. Uh, they haven't had huge wins blowing people out, but they play typical Clemson stingy defense, and uh, the quarterback's gotten better every game. And on the one game he did very poorly, the backup came in and did really, really well, a freshman. So don't well, sleep on Clemson. I don't know if they can win the Big Ten, but Illinois has got the best defense in the country. Uh, no question that, about it. That, they prove that every week, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're got their big favorites hosting Michigan State this weekend. So, you know, don't, 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 Clemson's probably better than Illinois, but don't sleep on Illinois either. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Don't forget, we'll have Trey Blossman's picks later in the week, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Anthony Gallo and I, who both went two and one in college football, will have our coon ass and redneck podcast later this week, getting you some winners in college football. And we do appreciate you watching sports, listening to sports takes. Please share this podcast with everybody. Click the favorite button. Trey, before we get out of here, NBA still very early on in the season. Long way to go in the NBA. 
a lot of attention on college football in the NFL, but the NBA is getting cranked up and you're starting to get a little feel for some of the teams. Yeah, and again, we're just a couple of weeks in. Most teams haven't played 10 games yet. I don't think anybody's played 10 games yet, but uh, they're playing three nights a week. Interesting observations. Both the Clippers and the Lakers are pretty bad. I don't know what's up with Kawhi Leonard. This guy just doesn't like to play basketball games or else he's the most injury-prone player to ever play. I think they're wasting money on that guy. His his team hasn't won a game yet that he didn't play in. But, you know, there's 82 games. Kawhi might play in 30 games this year. Uh, I don't get that. I think it's bad for the fans. Uh, and when he is healthy – he rests every other game. He never plays back-to-back games, which Joel Embiid used to not do, but he does now because he's matured as a human being and not put his own narcissistic ego ahead of his team in the league. Uh, I think that's where Kawhi Leonard is, hiding behind a hugely narcissistic ego and not wanting to play basketball but wanting to get paid real well for it. Uh, on the plus side, the Pelicans have had some serious injuries they played some games without three starters. They played without two last night. They're starting forwards. Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones were both out last night. And uh, they won by 21 points. <laughs> you know, that's a good basketball team. And if you hadn't seen the highlight pass from Zion to Jackson Hayes for the flush, it's all over the Internet. It was a beautiful thing. Zion is a special player, and I sure hope that that guy can stay healthy. And, you know, I don't think he's like Kawhi Leonard. I think when if he's healthy, he plays, and I admire that. And I think he's just injury-prone because of how strong he, his body is. You know, remember the night he blew out his shoe in college? He just put so much torque and pressure. I mean, the guy's just physically a beast of a player, and a good kid, and I think the Pelicans have a very bright future. Well, uh, on paper, they're a very good team. They're contenders in the Western Conference, and the injury bug, that'll be a key. How much does it affect how many guys, how many games do they miss? Miss a handful of games, you're okay, especially if you can win without starters, which they've done. Uh, so, you know, three and two, got one more game on the West Coast for heading back to New Orleans. So uh, we'll see how they do. Hey, don't forget later in the week, Trey Blossman, who's on fire in the NFL with his picks. We'll have college picks and pro picks from Trey Blossman uh, a little bit later in the week. Again, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. And you can always scroll back and catch other episodes, you know, that, that come out that you may have missed a day or two. You can scroll back and play them just as easy as you can, kind of like YouTube. It's always there. You can listen at your convenience. And don't forget, meatandpotatoesusa.com, where our sports consultants are hitting 62% of their picks collectively. That's pretty sporty. Check some of the national touts out and see what they're doing. We're at 62%. We're 64% going into the last weekend. We went 500. I believe we went three and three with six picks that were posted on the internet at meatandpotatoesusa.com. Trey, we'll look forward to your picks later in the week, and you have a wonderful uh, Halloween, and let's get ready for November. Thank you, Tommy. Two closing things. Uh, I do like the Bengals tonight. And second thing is, if the Saints trade Alvin Kamara, which is rumored, trade deadline, I believe, is tomorrow, I sure hope they do a little bit better than Charlotte did in trading Christian McCaffrey. 
They got a second, a third, and a fourth next year, and a fifth the following year. McCaffrey was like the third or fourth player ever to have a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and passing touchdown yesterday. And Carolina gave him up for really a second and a third round pick. That's crazy. I hope the Saints do better. If they well, the, the Saints do not have a first round pick next year. So I would think if you're going to move Kamara, you got to get a first round pick because they got to get a quarterback because Dalton and Winston aren't the long-term future. So, no, no. you know, but you're not going to get a big time quarterback after the first round in my, you know, it'd be a crapshoot. You might get it, but you got a better chance with a guy in the first round. Look, Tommy, NFL trade deadline is Tuesday (laughs) afternoon. So we'll see. Not many Tom Brady, sixth round picks out there. No, no, that's for sure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 